Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. I am joined, as always, by the beanied one, mm, Gerard mm, Barrera. What's up, boys? What's going on? And then, as always, by the lion's mane, Jason Valerio. How's it going, guys? How's it going tonight? What is going on, all my fellow nerds and listeners? That's right. You just heard it from the lion's mane. (laughs) It has been. What a week, man. What a week. Oh, really? Uh, Got a little news? uh, A little uh, hot news going on right now? What's going on? Uh, Just, you know... It's been it's been uh, a lot of moves of our Costco, but uh, nonetheless, it's just been work and work and sleep and sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, Matt. How was your uh, How was your week? Yeah, um, it's been a week. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it's been one of those weeks. Um, just work. It's been a lot going on with work and. Um, with what we've got going on with the podcast, which um, for those that are kind of watching and, and listening, we've got some really big news that we're going to be uh, sharing with everybody the first week of March. So there's a lot that we're prepping for that. So, um, you know, my week's hectic. Stay tuned. As well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Jerry, how's how's your week? Uh I went to Walmart today. <laughs> that was you went to week. Walmart today? Went to Walmart. That's your, your exciting news is that you went to Walmart? Yeah, I needed some hangers. <laughs> okay, hold on. You went to Walmart, yet you are right down the street from a really nice super target. Yeah, I just needed some cheap hangers. <laughs> get it done, man. Get it done. Yeah, that was my week. I mean, I, I like I, I'm not doing anything for the month until like next month when I start looking for a job. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just kind of like taking my time and just getting my room together, stuff like that. Like from the move, yep. I'm still trying to get a lot of paperwork and stuff done, like my license and all that. So nice. yeah, Legitim- like legitimate stuff. I'm just trying to get done before. Dang, gonna get a license in Arizona. Gonna switch. I just found out. You're gonna switch plates, man. Like, if I have to, like, that's what I'm trying to find out. Because you have to. Yeah, 15 in, days in Arizona. Yeah. I already looked it up. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So yes. in in Arizona, I guess like there's sticklers about your license at, at, at the most part. So like, I'm trying oh. to get that done. And yeah. Dang. So you're gonna are you gonna frame the California license plate, man? You know. I might. I might. Gonna, yeah. gonna have a. You know, pour pour one out for the CA homies. Like, for the homies, yeah, man, the LB homies, dude. Yeah, I was. I ventured out today. I I did like I drove around, like ventured out to get. To, I also got a haircut, and uh, yeah, like we could tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Obviously, obviously, guys. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of like getting the lay of the land, really, and mm-hmm. just just getting yeah. the logistics stuff done. You're gonna you're gonna be a Diamondback fan now, you know? Hell no, so yeah, sure. I, dude. No, dude. doing my errands. No, 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 I was no. wearing my Los Angeles Dodgers hoodie today. Like, I, you know I was clearly from California. <laughs> do you know how bad it's gonna be when he's gonna be wearing his Dodgers and I'm gonna be rocking purple oh, yeah. and black? <laughs> yeah, Rockies fan, yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be the odd ducks out for yes, sure. We will. 
Yeah, especially when we go to Arizona Diamondbacks games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why you guys are going to be like just. Oh, we're going to be. We're just going to be alone. <laughs> yeah. Going to see you on TV. Hey, there's there's Matt or there's Jay because yeah. of that one person. That's not- yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So before we get into a lot of news from this past week, that there's there is quite a bit of it. Um, yeah. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Soldier First Class. Mm. Um, he was diagnosed with COVID yesterday. Um, so right now he is not having to be hospitalized or anything, um, which is a good thing. However, he yeah, is that's a good sign. feeling some of the effects of it. Um, so definitely shout out to him. Speedy recovery. Um, Our prayers are with you, buddy. Yeah. yeah, especially, um, you know, definitely want to get a better first and foremost, and hopefully you can make the uh, be recovered in time for our birthday bash podcast yeah. in yeah. Uh, two weeks. Yeah, get so, well, man. Like, yeah, first and foremost, take care of yourself. We've been telling you guys from the get go, you know, you just got to be safe. And luckily, it's not as bad for Soldier, but just still be safe, man. Still be yeah. safe. And then I want to give a shout out to Khalif Adams from Spawnomy, who was on the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he made some really big news um, regarding himself and Spawnomy. So what I want to do is I want to share his announcement um, with everybody. Give me a moment here. Got to share it with the audio. That'd be great, you know. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Khalif, man. You deserve this. As, as Matt's getting that set, though, I'm I, I got a I got a bone to pick with uh, Khalif a little bit. He literally. Oh, yeah. he, remember how we asked him what was his game night was, and it was drop mix. Mm-hmm. I picked it up like a couple days later, and I kid you not. <laughs> Like me, me, my wife, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were just going ham on that game. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Here we go. Like, here's like, here's uh, the announcement. I'll tell you more yeah. after this. Hold on. Yeah. All right. What's good, Internet? What's good, Bracago? What the deal be? I hope you're all doing well out here. Uh, Mass love to you all and wanted to give you some good news uh, about some of the stuff that we're doing with Twitch uh, for Black History Month. You know, we were part of that big campaign. We're doing some fun stuff with there. We were on front page a couple of days ago, had a monster stream with all of that. You know, one of the things that I've been saying about Spawn on Me is that we do big things here. We try to push the needle forward. We try to make sure that we are kicking ass and and, and, and taking names everywhere we go. Uh, but, you know, that stuff starts from somewhere. It starts from a dream. It starts from a bucket list. It starts from a wish list. Uh, and one of my things forever has been, you know, I want to do something cool in New York. I want to do something, you know, back home and, 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 and you know, stake a claim in some form or fashion. Um, and with our friends from Twitch, we get a chance to do that. Uh, during this month in a, in a huge way, in a way that I would have never foreseen as a person who was always told that they wouldn't be anything. Um, and it, and it's, I'm, my mind is blown and I, and I don't know what to say, but thank you to, to the folks at Twitch for making this happen. Um, your boy, along with some wonderful friends, is on a billboard in Times Square. Oh, look at that man. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. We only do big things here in Spawn on Me. Let's go. 
And <laughs> let's go, man. Dude, congratulations. Yep. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And it is well deserved. Yeah. Absolutely well deserved for Khalif. Um great person and he does a lot of work for the community and it's great that he's getting this uh recognition. Yeah. Um so with that, let's let's oh, go to Jason so he can raise some more beef with Khalif. Uh, it's not beef. No, no, no. It is not beef. Don't get me wrong. It is not beef. I'm just like, man, he got me into drop mix. He now. got you hooked. He, he got, got you me hooked. hooked. And let me tell you, it's a this is the thing though. It's a discontinued like game. Mm-hmm. So I have literally in the past week almost dropped in total close to a hundred dollars on this thing. <laughs> like there are because it's a it's a it's a it's a tcg it's a trading card game so like all the all the cards have different songs different like parts of audio oh that's so funny oh, all those tracks and like the different packs so i've been literally buying like there's 144 uh, like 140 cards and right now on friday hopefully i'll be like halfway there like 200 damn, whoa, damn dude you what? Like, so you're 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 doing Pokemon and you're trying to you're trying to collect them all huh yeah oh, dude, dude. <laughs> i mean there's don't get there's one that is literally the mighty morphin power rangers theme oh that was uh that was a promo release so i'm oh, like that's if, sick. so if, to any of our listeners if you got that i am willing to Make a uh, <laughs> make an exchange, make a trade or something, you know. Maybe take my That's spot so for a day. Like I don't yeah. know. Like I want, I want. <laughs> that would be funny. Believe you hey, got me hooked, man. You got me hooked. Hey, belief, <laughs> belief. If you're watching, Jason's trying to make up some kind of a trade here. So um, you got me hooked now, Khalif. Like there you go. All right, so let's talk about the news. Um, there is a lot of it to cover in both the movie and the gaming side. So. I want to start off with some news out of Disney this week. And it was announced that Blue Sky Studios, who is the maker of all the Fox animated movies, um, most specifically Ice Age, um, they will be closing in April. Um, there's going to be about 150 people that are going to be impacted by this closure. Um, Blue Sky made, as a studio, you know, going into the whole Disney Fox deal and everything, $5.9 billion in, in gross revenue over the co- the breadth of their their films so this is definitely a hit for those people that uh are employed with blue sky but honestly the writing was on the wall the second that deal even was done because that would meant you know if they kept them going that would have been three animation studios that disney was going to be running you have disney animation you have pixar and then you'd have blue sky so it only makes sense especially in the day and age of covid where you know you're not seeing the big blockbuster pictures like going to theaters completely. Um, a lot of it's going for streaming wise. You can start cutting down on your release schedule. Um, you know, but it is really sad because blue sky does have a, a big history, um, you know, with ice age and whatnot. Um, Hopefully they have a nice now, transition where like speaking of Disney, they employ, every, like, they try and mm-hmm. employ or have a good transition for those it, who lost their jobs. Hopefully. It would be nice. They haven't really stated what they're doing with that yet. Um, Are they going to transition folks into Pixar and Disney animation or are they just going to be let go? Um, Now, speaking of being let go, uh, news came out uh, last night 
Uh, Jerry and I were kind of talking about this. Disappointing. Um, Gina Carano, um, who was um, part of the Mandalorian, <clears throat> um, she played um, Kara, the Cardu Alliance, Cardu uh, and the Soldier. She has been fired from the Mandalorian. Mm. Um, as Lucasfilms puts it, she's no longer working for the company and will not be for the foreseeable future. Um, this was due to one tweet um, that went out yesterday. That, that was actually, like the, it, that was the final like nail in the coffin. It's it was the nail in the coffin, absolutely. So yeah, it's, um, there's been a number of tweets. There's been a number, absolutely. So the lead up, uh, and we'll say you know the lead up's going to be is she has been uh, tweeting out about anti-masking and how it's a joke and COVID's not real. Um, she has been a very outspoken proponent of Trump and the election being stolen and constantly tweeting out at the election was stolen and all this. Um, she also tweeted out about being anti LGBTQ, which Part of that doesn't surprise me with the decision that was made as well, because uh, Pedro Pascal's sister came out, uh, mm-hmm. Lux, um, as being transgender. And it was nice to see that Lux said specifically that Pedro was one of the driving forces to help her come out as yeah. transgender. Um, He's being a good the, brother. Exactly. And yeah. I think the the straw that broke the camel's back was the, the tweet that went out yesterday that has summarily been deleted, but she stated that being a Republican in this day and age is like being Jewish during the Holocaust. Dang. dang. That's a lot of extreme. She compared, she compared being part of a political party that has – and. Those that are watching, you know, the podcast live and that are going to be listening to this when it goes live, guys, you guys all around the world, you guys know what's going on in the U.S. We know what the former president stood for, you know, and and what we're going through with the and impeachment the trial right now yeah. and the aftermath of it. And honestly, it was very much white supremacist <clears throat> views, which, I mean, I'm sorry, you came out as anti-Semitic with this by saying that you – the Republican Party is like being Jewish. I'm sorry, there is no comparison whatsoever. Jewish were people that were hunted and persecuted by the Nazis during World War II. You know, for just being Jewish, that that's it. Mm-hmm. It you know, and not being what Hitler wanted. Um, whereas the Republican Party has been very much stop the steal, fight back rhetoric that caused death at the Capitol on January 6th. Um, you know, as I've been watching the impeachment trial and, and what's been put on, you know, they're showing video footage that has never been seen is from security cameras, from the inside and everything like that. And it would have been very, very different had the Capitol police not done what they've done. Um, Eugene, uh, the police officer that kind of led them away he saved Mitt Romney. They, you actually see Mitt Romney kind of running, heading towards one hallway, and here comes Eugene bolting down the ha- hallway saying, turn around, because the mob uh-huh. was coming right down that hallway. Um, they were within feet of where Mike Pence was hiding, 
where Pelosi was, where Schumer was. I mean, and you hear on the videotape that they were looking specifically for Pence and Pelosi and they were going to execute them. So frankly, to say that the Republican part being Republican is like being Jewish during the Holocaust is complete bull. And frankly, Disney has a image to maintain. They support LGBTQ. They support, you know, everything. And they've been very vocal about that. They've been very vocal on their position on the LGBTQ community. They're, uh, you know, they've been a little slow in the process, but they're, they're getting, they're showing a lot of support uh, in their newer um, venues and, 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 Mm -hmm. and uh, newer projects, which is great. And I totally agree with their stance. Being I'm surprised they let her go this long. I'm really surprised they let her go this long with some of the stuff she was saying. Well, well, this is the reason. So it, it actually stemmed from months ago when she was first tweeting and kind of creating a little, uh, you know, bad buzz during, I, I believe, the start of the second season or even the yeah, it was around end there. of the first season. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't they, – they were already in production and getting ready for the second season, I believe. Yep. So they, they had to finish it. But uh, I, I think <laughs> – they were still going to let her go, let her continue, because mm-hmm. um, they made that they were hinting that announcement that the Rangers of the Republic, she yep. was going, she was going to steam, steam, um, be like the the steaming force, like the le- the lead in that show. Yeah, it or was at least get it off the ground. Into, exactly, and um, yeah, you're like like you said, nail in the coffin. That that last tweet really, you know, they dropped her. So. Um, yep. It's it sucks. I'm a fan of hers, but also like, I'm sorry if you're gonna put you if mm-hmm. you if you are gonna have like that political agenda. That's strong of have, a political. A, yeah. strong of a political agenda, or or or, or uh, you know. And values. I do want to. You, and you I, have to. You have to pick and choose your times, especially mm-hmm. in that industry. I mean. And I do want for those that are around the world, right, that that are not part of this whole powder keg that's been going on in the U.S., right? There is it was one out of line to say Republicans, because honestly, there are Republicans that realize just what happened, what's been going on in this country and have been trying Mm -hmm. to stop it. I mean, heck, Republicans came out and voted for Biden. That's Mm -hmm. how I mean, they crossed the party line just to get him out. Right. Yeah. So it should be, you know, the fact is you have to separate Trumplicans and Republicans, you know, and, and we'll, you know, there is a difference. And, you know, honestly, I just think that, you know, it was out of line and Disney did what they had to do. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of them for that. Um, it's just unfortunate. Cause she was, she was really beloved in that show. Like she, yeah. and she, she was kind of representing women a lot. Like she was a tough chick. In yeah. that show, and like oh, she had a lot of representation. I mean, I mean it just sucks because and that type here's of the thing is ability, and like you, you let your political views mm-hmm. overshadow that. Yeah. I Some mean, people have come out and said happen. that That's she's been happen. the. A lot of people come out in support of her to say she was the best female character in the entire Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And 
No, that we can I, we like, can go, go down the list. Yeah, yeah we can go down well, that list. But don't get me wrong, she's up there. Yeah, she's up there, but I mean, I don't know. She's not even top ten. Mm-hmm. That might be your feelings on the whole. No. I st- I think she's 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 up there. Yeah, she's up there. So, but she's not. I, I give her top. I'll give her top twenty five as a character. But as far as female characters in the Star Wars universe, there is way better. Leia, Ahsoka. No, just. I want to hear all twenty five. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> all twenty five. She's up there. She's on top ten. Possibly, I wouldn't say top five. She's in the top ten. Really, realistically, in 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 the Star Wars universe, you can go to Jedi's, but like she's the first legit soldier for the Republic that we've kind of seen as a female. Like, and she's tough as shit. Yep. It sucks that we lost a character mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's gonna be weird going going forward. You know, like if like she probably they probably had so much in works with her as a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like. It's going to be weird not seeing it for the next season or the next iterations and stuff like that because I of think, like, oh, how, I don't, how strong she was with. I don't this. think you recast her. Oh. Uh, the no, reason. Actually, actually, they're talking about recasting her and they already, See, they're already looking at like three actors for it. This is the reason I say you don't recast her is because if for some reason she does this whole about face. Like you and I were talking about Jerry, right? Lays low for a little bit, then does this whole apology kick, right? Yeah. For everything. Then you could bring her back, potentially, if Disney really wanted to do that. Um, but I really think it's a mistake to recast her. Yeah. Because it's, of... It's, it's definitely... I, th- I think so, too. But given their stance and yeah. how much money that they potentially probably lost, like especially in... Or could have lost had they're not could have lost. Yeah. And I think, uh, and from some of my research on, on a lot of the reviewers on like what's happened, um, mm-hmm. a lot are saying that the, a recast is most likely going to happen and it's going to start in the Repu- the new Republic Rangers, that, that show yeah. that she was originally supposed to star in. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to recast and have her start on that show. So, Newman's got a great point in our chat. Um, on, uh, on Twitch, I think you crashed in game night. Um, he said, recast is a bad idea. Have the soldier character die off and then replace her with some with something else. Yeah, I think I, that I, might be even a better way to go is you have one of those stronger female actresses that you're, I don't know who they're looking at, right? You bring them in as a new character, right? To kind of take the mantle uh, that's forward. A, that's yeah. also a great idea. That's I, I, I that's actually really like that idea too. I, yep. Like um, you're too. I, I think there's always like a bad stigma when it comes to like recasting. Yeah, because it's, it, there's honestly, because there's already like you were, we're already stuck with a great performance from Gina Carano, and then someone different's going to try and kind of embody that character again. Like mm-hmm. it just doesn't no, work. No, you can't. I mean, no. like if you if you try doing the recast, it is you're too far in. If it was maybe like a couple episodes. Maybe because well, like, you, yeah, can, you can't add but, Viv this whole thing, you know. You can't. Right. Like what's going on with Batwoman though? I mean, on the CW, right? You have that's different. Well, no. That's what I'm saying is, so you go through one entire season and you recast as a completely different actress and stuff like that. I think it does lose part of the essence. Yeah. When you bring in somebody else. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. You have to rebuild um, this like personality. Yep. 
that they're going to have. And like, mm-hmm. like I said, the Aunt Viv situation, you know, it was only a few episodes. Dude, that was, that was a bad situation. Yeah. With Aunt Viv. And mm-hmm. yeah. But like after watching still that, a bad uh, situation. <laughs> that Fresh Prince, uh, yeah. you know, that Fresh Prince thing. The reunion. HBO, yeah. It was just like, dude, like that's so true. You know, like the Aunt Viv, the original Aunt Viv was just so like dominating. It always makes whoever is quote unquote recast going to be like yeah. always trying to make up for well, them or always well, trying to like get it's that different personality when it's, it's right. kind of different. It is kind of different when it's television because she the the second Aunt Viv really just took it to a different direction. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah. this is the same thing that's going to happen with the new like if if she gets yeah. recast. You and know, it's better. It's, I, I I'm I feel the same way. I I feel yeah. like yeah, kill off the character. Have her like just be from the two seasons of Mandalorian because we can appreciate it and just create a new character. Yeah. Yep. Now I to hope for, the, Newman, for that too. Now Newman also brings up a point that's kind of helped segue into our next topic is that what he was saying though is if you're going to recast character, you need to have something happen where a plausible storyline accounts for the appearance change, like she is a clone or something like that. So I mean that's something you can go along the lines of, but when we when we look at appearance changes and stuff, let's let's talk briefly about WandaVision episode five. Um, this was a big episode. I'm expecting episode six is going to be big because um, this was the eighties episode um, kind of sitcom style. And um, we may, do I, get may I just to, say like the, the team behind WandaVision ridiculous Dude, it's, it's kevin feige i'm yeah by the way there's spoilers I mean, ahead right yeah but, I, mean, I mean but like even each intro is like easter eggs to like so much mm-hmm. nostalgia like the this last episode there were like easter so, eggs at full house um yep. and everybody's joking that they need to do full house for the 90s episode uh which should be, be yeah. Um, now that point, Jason, I know you, you say spoilers too, is, but some of the stuff has already been ruined by the trailers that have been put out there for the new episodes and whatnot. But, um, mm-hmm. the big, the couple of big things that we saw were, um, how the materials change a little bit when they go into, um, Eastview is that like, um, Rambo, uh, Kevlar, basically was just changed into a shirt when she was sucked in the era. Her, her kevlar chest yep got remattered into Correct. her pants yeah um you also as they're giving her the the workup you know and, and checking her out right you do see that she is now pure energy on the That's ipad which egg, yeah um to touch on that basically in the comics she is photon Mm-hmm. AK Spectrum, you know, depending on which Spectrum. comic line, right? Photon yeah. was more the the nod to her mom. That was her mom's call sign when she was in the Air Force. Um, but she is Spectrum. And, you know, that's where the people are thinking that we may see Rambo become Spectrum because of all this and actually see powers. But um, we also see uh, Peter Maximoff return as a recapture as – well, and that's the thing is we all know him as as Peter Maximoff, right? Because he's from the X Men box, box, box version, yeah. yeah. Um, Which was such a good twist. Like it was now, a good twist. Um, 
you know, we're, we are introduced to him, at, but Wanda knows him as Pietro. So he's been kind of recast as um, Kat Denny's character. She's like, she's recast Pietro. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to where that goes. Um, because you know, it's very interesting because her reaction, she didn't recognize him. Really. And, and that's the thing is, or B, I think more so is it's not necessarily that she didn't notice him. It's just the fact that she didn't create him. That too. As well. Um, but also in the episode, we do understand like vision kind of goes into the mind of one of the people and breaks them of the hold. So we know that these people are legit. Like they've been kind of looking at in the outside world, yeah. right? These are legit and, people that are And vision with it. now knows um, something's up. Something's definitely up. Yep. Yeah. And honestly, it's looking more and more like um, Agnes, uh, the neighbor, is actually Agatha the witch yeah, um, because we're starting to see more and more signs that they're kind of starting to make her look like her outfits from the comics a little bit more. Um, and the brooch, the brooch was a big giveaway. Yep. And the fact that she's always there when she's one is needed to kind of calm her. Right. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, definitely looking forward to episode six though, because we've got four more episodes left and this thing's done. Yeah. And then we're going to be leading into, you know, Falcon and, and Winter soldier, which oh, looks man, looking fantastic. Um, and that's, a, that's know, another kind of mystery too. Cause dude, really Falcon is, is not captain America or he doesn't have the shield. So he does have the shield in the trailer. But he's it gets got the taken shield. away because the uh, is it the Patriot or the it's U.S. agent? US, U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yep. Yeah. So this is going to be interesting to see. Like maybe at the and end, then, he finally really has to get the shield back. And then being in couples yeah. counseling. That was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Um, and I love. Yes. I absolutely love that they brought Zemo back and th- that actor. Well, it, and then it, we've got yeah. we've got Agent Carter, and Agent Carter's back. But I'm more excited for Zemo, really, because that actor, if, if you follow any of his, a lot of his stuff, he's versatile. He's been yeah. like in uh, Tarantino movies. Uh, It'll be interesting to see where yeah, they take this series after WandaVision, right? Yeah. Um, it's going to be also interesting or the to the timeline see. when it's what's happening, because it could be di- mm-hmm. during different times, too. They could also be going at the same time, too. I mean, right. You know, right. um, the one thing I'm looking forward to, though, is to find out who the Luke Skywalker level cameo is going to be for WandaVision, though. Um, yeah, I'm hearing I'm there hearing are, a lot of different uh, things. I'm hearing Doctor Strange. I'm hearing Spider-Man, like Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So um, there is hints, there's rumors that it could be Magneto. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. I heard that one. And he that it's going to be Ian McKellen's Magneto. Yep. um but there's also a rumor it could be loki oh wow that'd be interesting that would tie into the show too wanda helps him destroy the what is it the time force team or what you know whatever they're the the police that kind of watch over the multiverse so in the comics he helps no it's not nova corp no Um, isn't it the no not the watchers no um i'd have to look it up but it was basically in the comics like she helps him destroy it which lets him kind of get back into doing his own thing so it makes you makes me wonder is if he doesn't go get another copy of the mind stone from another dimension and they bring vision back 
That would so, be interesting. But, um, so, <laughs> uh, Polar Knights, uh, thank you for joining in. And he's like, uh, it is the, it's like the evolution of beards. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I know. <laughs> um, this is as long as I will ever get mine. So, I just trimmed, um, I just trimmed up. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, Tom Holland in an interview did kind of try and squash the rumors of Andrew Garfield and uh, Tommy McGuire joining Spider-Man 3. But Mm -hmm. honestly, with everything you're casting, um, with Kirsten Dunst and and Emma Stone coming back, you've got Alfred Molina, Jamie Foxx, all of those coming back. You'd be stupid not to. so we'll see where everything heads, especially with um, some of the fan trailers that are out there are amazing. And I hope yeah. they all come to fruition. Um, <laughs> it's you know. an exciting time. Like Mar- Marvel, I mean, Marvel, Marvel really knocked it out of the park, like knowing what the right moves to make after, after end game, after all of the phases, you know, mm-hmm. everyone was skeptical. Like now they're doing TV shows and they're going to tie yep. in. And everyone was kind of skeptical and it's working and it is working like a like a tra- dude it's a full train oh, it's working going. you know what Fahey's doing with marvel is what far favreau's doing with star wars right now you know it's yeah. kind of you know so now let's talk about some some other castings in some movies that are out there so this week we got two announcements for borderlands yeah so we know we know already camp uh kate blanchett was already cast as lilith you know, that was mm-hmm. announced months ago. A couple of weeks ago, Kevin Hart was announced as Roland. But this week, we got Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Tannis. And just today, a couple hours ago, it was announced that Jack Black is going to be Claptrap. <laughs> oh, my and God. Such a great idea. Oh, my God. One of the best moves. Like I, mean, I was telling Matt earlier before we started, I was like, yeah. dude, I can literally hear those voices. Like, not even oh, just yeah. like visualize, but I can mm-hmm. definitely hear those voices and just be like, dude, that's that is a solid casting. Yeah. Like the Kevin Hart one I'm still like fifty fifty with, but like Jack Black as Claptrap. Oh, like, he's gonna kill it. He's gonna oh, he's gonna kill he, he has oh, that yeah. comedy already, you know. Oh, yeah. j- just just like I can and, imagine all the fan trailers, like like dubbing a uh, uh, pick a destiny lines as cla- with claptrap like videos. It's gonna be hilarious. You know what though? I mean, Newman brings up he's like he was hoping like Jack might have been like Mister Torque, which would have been hilarious too. That would have been um, funny too. That would have been. But a good I think one. he's I think he's really good as claptrap. So yeah. yeah. Um, so in the last bit of casting news, um, this all broke yesterday. So the first one we're going to talk about um, is going to be Bella Ramsey was cast as Ellie. Oh, yeah. For the Last of Us TV show, which for oh. those that are fans of Game of Thrones, you will know her as Liana Mormont, uh, who was so a, a young, yeah. a very young queen that... Um, was not to be messed with in the show. That was, I guess. as my wife put it, not to be messed with. Yeah, um, and I, that yeah. she was. I heard she, she was, was respected badass. by. Yeah. Um, so I think honestly, when you look at her and you look at you know the 
prior roles she's done, especially with Game of Thrones, I think she's a perfect fit for for Ellie. Um, and then the other announcement that went out was that Pedro Pascal, <laughs> the Mandalorian, is going to be Joel. I I think this is a great. I think this the, is a good casting. The too. initial the initial rumors going around was that Marshala Ali was originally offered the role of Joel. Um, I'm kind of torn on this because Marshal Ali is an f- amazing actor, and he could have done a a really good job with the role. But for me, Pedro fits more of the essence of Joel. Not, and I'm not talking about skin color or anything like that. But you look at he plays a lot of roles that are more that that guardianship, that oh, career dude, type role. It's already it's and, already trending the 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 um. The father oh verse, right? No, no, no. So have it's you the seen father the, verse. A, all four of all, like all four of his last projects are him taking care of like being a mentor or a father figure. So it's there so is great. a there is a meme going around right now that shows Joel driving the car, and I think it was on their way to Pittsburgh or leaving Pittsburgh, one of the two. Oh, from and the first it has, game? Yes, and it has Grogu in the back seat looking up over the back seat. <laughs> um so funny. but honestly i think he is pedro is from an acting perspective is badass enough to do what he needs to do from a joel perspective but he has that that human fatherly career i'm going i've got that pain but i'm going to take care of you anyway side too so honestly though regardless of who they went with marshala or pedro in this case i would have been 100 happy yeah. I would have been great with both of those. They're so, both top-notch actors. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it might have been scheduling that Marshall. Like, I think he's still filming Blade right now, isn't he? Um, I don't know if Blade started or if they're getting ready to start it, but he's or got other ready. projects that are coming up too. Um, I'm I'm really guessing that he was scheduling because he's you know pretty busy. Right here, let's go ahead and let's go see what Marshall Ali had. Uh, and also for the listeners, if you guys are worried about season three of Mandalorian, I just saw something from another reviewer on YouTube that pointed out something very interesting. The first post of when uh, the news of, oh, it's in pre-production, so yeah. Okay, this is why. So you have 2021, he is going to be in a TV show called okay. Invincible. That's a comic book. Uh, that's a comic um, book, actually. He's got a movie called Swan Song. Those are both in post-production. So um, Blade is gonna is in pre-production, so that might have been yeah. a, a scheduling conflict as well, um, yeah. at least with Pedro Pascal. You know, for a lot of The Mandalorian, you know, that can be done remotely because a yeah. lot of it's voiceover work. If he, you know, he's got that the on-screen double. Um, so there was a post saying that Pedro Pascal – uh, that Disney put out that Pedro Pascal, um, uh, they said like may or um, uh, will possibly have possibly be back for the Mandalorian. And they immediately uh, they deleted it, I think, within a couple of days and said mm-hmm. changed it to will. They yeah. he will be back. As, and he will. You yeah. know, and well, it's not that hard for him to, sh- you know, fly in for a day. I think I, I think it, scheduling wise, it just it was a perfect storm for him to like, yeah. you know, he has he already has a relationship with HBO being 
I mean, to, in my in my opinion, the only good part of Wonder Woman, he really kind of stood out in the movie for me. Mm-hmm. He, and uh, I, I, you know, I think a lot of people were appreciative of that of that role, and he did very well. So they, you know, wanted to continue working with him, and this is great. I am very excited for Last of Us. Jason, how far in Last of Us are you? So, uh, you know, Pedro Pascal has, uh, <laughs> no, I, dude, I'm, my backlog is just, it was ridiculous. Well, if you'd, uh, if you'd stop playing Division and, and play some other games, you know, you if, might be able to enlighten yourself. But, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah bro, I, I got to look for, uh, <laughs> you know, my, my coworker hits me up, like, I am down to play. And then at the same time, too, you know, we just had a new season, new, uh, new Manhunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, like wow. that's finishing oh, cool. up or and then uh you know all the new news that's coming yep. out for the uh end of uh quote unquote end of division you know so we'll we'll talk about that here in a second but i want to talk about another uh studio in insomniac and it, it was announced um today that ratchet and clank rift apart arrives on june 11th Theo, shout out to you. I know. Yeah, I'm sure he's excited too. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, it's, it's good that it has an actual date, you know, like it's always yep. feels good, but at the same time, you know, like right now we've right. been having a long string mm-hmm. of bad releases. So, but this is, I mean, it's Insomniac though. And they have I been mean, working on it. Yeah, ever since Spider Man was done, or even yeah. Miles Morales, like they they've yep. been working on it for a while. So I'm not too worried about that mm-hmm. release. Yeah, so that's why it's I, I, it, it's good to have a, a a set date. But let's let's take a look at the. Let's hope that it's it's it makes it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I always get a little scared too now nowadays. Yeah. If it, Apparently, it doesn't want to play the video right now. So, um, let's go down and say, though, here's the actual box art. Sweet. Um, Are there any kind of... Oh, there we go. Um, So, pre-order bonuses. Here's a look at the digital content you unlock early. So, this is by pre-ordering the digital standard and digital deluxe editions. So, you're going to get the the game. You're going to get the um, Carbonox Armor. And the pixelizer weapon. That already sounds fun. Yep. There's the oh, in-game stuff sick. for it. Sick. It's actually pretty cool. You yeah. know, normally I'm not into glamour, but you know, this one is uh not that bad. And then sick. you've got the digital deluxe edition, which you get those bonuses, plus it's gonna come with five additional armor sets, a f- uh, photo mode sticker pack. 20 raritarium uh the digital soundtrack and the digital art book so chances are that's probably the one i will go with and i will um, be going with for, the exact same one but and it's physical and it's it's an actual well you remember though there may be different prices because this is only this is what 10 bucks sure. more than a standard yeah so um there's going to be the physical launch edition you know which will be like the digital standard edition you're going to get those as your pre-orders um and then also there is a Rift uh, Rift Apart shirt that's debuting on the 
you know, PlayStation store, which that looks freaking awesome. <laughs> That's cool. I might have to actually <laughs> order it. So, um, yeah, so it, it's great that we're getting, you know, a true exclusive. Yeah. We're, we're finally at um, the <laughs> I mean, Demon Souls, yes, Demon Souls is an exclusive for the PS5, but it's a exclusive. remake of the original. But this is the first game that is truly built for the PS5. Ground up, yeah. PS5, you know, that didn't exist prior to this. And, you know, so when we when we look at the other games going around, so um, WB Games patented the nemesis system from shadows of mordor and and um shadow of war um this has gotten a lot of backlash in the community because you know you're you're patenting a game mechanic so at this point a lot of people are just going to have to basically kind of do something if they're going to want to do something similar they're going to have to find ways around the patent um you know so far but it's I only been in two games this. i kind I, of understand that though because if you look at the two games like together and that singular game mechanic, it's, it's very original. So I kind of get why they patented it. It is. Cause it, there isn't really anything else out there like it except for the, the Lord of the Rings games. So I kind of understand it because that's something you kind of want for your company. What is a lot of hard work. So the nemesis system, what it is, is you had, four top ogres so there well there was a whole was it hierarchy. four or six it was a hierarchy so you had yeah. the so you, you had, had the, the main general, the generals mm-hmm. then the captains generals captains going all, all the way down yeah. so it went down ranks and okay. say and like if your main character went through some of the ranks but then maybe a general killed you um then that then that general becomes like uh, uh, an enemy to ranks you up and, and moves then up ranks the, up the tier so it's harder to kill them. Yep. If they kill them. Um, and then also too is, is right. If you knock off like a captain, one of the lower ones will step up into that slot hmm, as yeah. well. As long as the, the general was there on the field still, once the general yeah. was on the field, then as long as you can take them all out, then it kind of eliminated that, that army for that specific area. And then when you move and to then the you other part of the, the game, area you, new, you take it over. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So that it that is a it is a fantastic is. system. I think I think Jason was overdoing Final Fantasy when we were over seeing the demo for it at E three. I wouldn't be surprised. Probably. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> so like I, I I do one day one day to check out the whole E three floor and yeah, then another two days. Final just, Fantasy. Hey, what's yeah. up? Like, yeah. Let me know All right, what's new. So. So, Jason, speaking of Ubisoft, like you brought up a minute ago, um, it did come out that the division is going to be getting content through 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have that cross uh, promotion that is going on with Capcom um, right now. So if you mm-hmm. log in, you're going to get some of uh, Leon Kennedy's um, outfit. Resident Evil gear. Resident oh, Evil cool. gear. Yeah. Um, they just had a zombie mode not too yeah. long ago. Um, now the thing is though, they haven't specifically stated what kind of content is going to be coming, whether it's just going to be little tiny missions. I mean, whatever it is, you're still going to be getting content until 2022. They have not committed to anything as far as the division three, um, going forward. Um, 
part of me will be sad that it, you know, if they don't keep going forward with it. Um, but part of me will understand it as well because the first division didn't do great. And the fact that they came out with the division two is a testament to the work that the team of massive did in terms of creating New York city and, and some of the mechanics, it just didn't go over well with the community. Um, division two, gorgeous game. Yeah. Great mechanics. A lot of new quality of life things. They had to revamp the gear system though last year. Um, (laughs) Which was for the better too. Which was for the better. It really was. Um, Put more of an RPG element into it. Mm -hmm. Um, You just got the 60 frames per second 4K upgrade for the PS5 and the Xbox Series um, X. But the problem that I I see them not committing with is the fact is Julian Garrity and the team of Massive are moving on to Star Wars. Yeah. So the creative driving force behind Division 1 and 2 is no longer going to be there. Yeah, I mean... Because Star Wars is a very big deal, the fact that you now have them, Lucasfilm Games, giving out licenses to other companies other than EA. Yeah. So that part's going to be I'm still very excited for Ubisoft to get their hands on. I'm I'm excited to just see what they're going to do. And it's already been announced they're going to be using the Snowdrop engine from Division oh, Two. It's going to oh man, it's going to look pretty. Oh, it's going to look engine. pretty. Yep. Yes. But so like for Division Two, it's for sure they're going to have like one more raid. Uh, I really don't think they're ever going to put in the crossplay, which is a sad day. Um, I but they are for sure going to I think cease Division Two. Like there's no not, there's not going to be a Division Three. You think so? Just like you said, I mean, when you put so many, like they're so spread out now with so many different types of games that it, if you want to have like one dedicated team still making content mm-hmm. or still adding to Division 2 and then on top of it, you want to try and get a Division 3, it's just too much for like a small team to do. Yeah. And especially, if especially like if they're going to be make if they're going to attempt a three, they're going to try and go yeah. bigger adds add more yeah, yeah that's cool it's gonna be it's, it's, it's as, as much as that sucks to hear you know but you know it's going to be a whole from what my coworker said it's going to be like a an end but not the end that everyone wants or the game or the players yeah. want yeah so yeah. it's a little bittersweet yeah. but you know, they got to move on to the bigger games like Star Wars. And it's mm-hmm. that, you know, just because it says Star Wars, a lot of people are going to at least yeah. get it. Yeah. So uh, the last little bit of news out of Ubi, uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time remake has been delayed. Good. Um, Good. Again. And this that. time, no date on that. So as it reads, um, for those that are listening on the pot, uh, the audio feed for the podcast, since announcing Prince of Persia of the Sands of Time remake in September, we saw an outpouring of feedback from you on this beloved franchise. It is your passion and support that is driving our development teams to make the best game possible. With that said, we have made the decision to shift the release date for Prince of Persia of the Sands of Time remake to a later date. This extra development time will enable our teams to deliver a remake that feels fresh while remaining faithful to the original. We understand the update might come as a surprise and we will continue to keep you posted on the progress of Prince Persia, the Sands of Time remake. In the meantime, we want to thank you all for your ongoing support, the dev team. I absolutely um, support this. 
So, <laughs> AKA guys, um, the game has been put on hiatus um, so they can basically go back and redo everything <laughs> because we all know when it was first revealed, everybody it was, was like, very this underwhelming. Is, it was underwhelming. Yeah. Um, people were questioning if it was even current gen. They were comparing it to like PS3 graphics. Yeah. Um, all the NPCs looked like the same character. So, you know, I, I was very afraid. Like, so this is not going to do By saying well. it's a later. Now, here's here's my thing with this is that um, for those that are fans of Ubisoft, you know that a couple of years ago, Skull and Bones went through the same process. They initially revealed it. They had a booth at E3. We went and tried it and we thought it was a knockoff of Black Flag and that it was just the ship combat part of it and a very poor version at that. Um, And then they said, hey, this game is being postponed till a later date. And we have not heard peep from it since. Well, just well, because it was an original IP and it just didn't work. This is something um, that they're trying to revamp a franchise I think it's going to be released. I think they're working on it. It's just, I think they heard a lot of the fans kind of just well, rightfully so. At least yeah. in this case is they're taking it back to the drawing board and fixing what they need to do before they release it. So you don't have a Assassin's Creed unity problem when it launches. Yeah. yeah um, and, and definitely with Prince of Persia, you know, it's always been about the, the background, the cinematics, the the storytelling, the you know? and of course, and of yeah. course, the aerial, like the yeah. the quote unquote scroller aspect mm-hmm. of it. But to remake it in this new day and age, it's got to look way better than it could ever be. Especially you know, like, since the technology is there. Like the technology is there. You Don't know, just you port the it. Graphic, yeah, you have the graphics to just hey, take your time. Final Fantasy 7 it up, you know, take a few more, like, take an extra year or two, which I don't think they will now because they say, oh, like, they said the delay, but we'll see how long that delay is. Just take some extra time, redo it, get it looking beautiful, so in that way, when it does come out, you can be like, ooh, ah, you know, have that crazy moment where you're just, like, speechless. Because mm-hmm. you know those fans, the the Prince of Persia fans, like they're in it for the story. I bought all three. I, yeah. All three were awesome. They're the, but you're in it for the story and the the graphics and how it yeah. looks. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not like gung ho, like oh, this has got to be the fastest paced game ever. No, you take your yeah. time. You slow it down. Yeah. So, all right. So let's move over to another big gaming conglomerate, so to speak, um, in EA. So first thing that came out this week is it was announced that um, this week the senior leadership at EA is going to be deciding the fate of Anthem. Um, mm-hmm. As we know that there has been a small team from BioWare that has been working to overhaul the game. So they're going to be meeting this week to see how the new Anthem revamp is looking and how it's going to translate to potential people playing the game again. Um, honestly, I think it's going to get scrapped. Nope. I think it's probably going to get scrapped um, because when you when you look at things, right, they had this small team that has been set up to do it, but you also have Dragon Age 4 being made. You have a new Mass Effect being made. 
I think, honestly, I would focus more on the Dragon Age and the Mass Effect, mm-hmm. potentially say, well, forget the uh, the multiplayer portion, you know, Anthem, take that team doing the multiplayer and have it do multiplayer for, you know, for Mass Effect, you know, four or whatever it's going to be called. Um, because honestly, the multiplayer in Mass Effect three was good. It was it was fun. You know, you got to play as a different. I say you know, don't even put it in the game. Um, I think it well, took, I, I think it put. It I was, would, there was too much put into the game. The multiplayer wasn't big. If for I me. had my preference. They take the multiplayer out of Mass Effect though, because yeah. that was one of the drawbacks to Mass Effect Three is that you could not prepare for the battle one hundred percent unless you did the online and did a lot of it. So. Hopefully, quality of life when we see Mass Effect trilogy um, launching, that will change. We don't have to worry about that multiplayer piece. Um, Now, speaking of Mass Effect, let's talk about Mass Effect because we did not have a chance to really talk about that um, with Khalif being on the the show last week. Um, So... With that, let's take a look at the Mass Effect site really quick and kind of show everybody what we're actually going to be seeing now with with Mass Effect. Now, I want to temper everybody's expectations with um, with this. Is that I love that background? Mm-hmm. I, I love I love the the yeah. Let me. Yeah. There we go. Go full screen with it. There we go. Um, so you've got this background. So let's let's temper everybody's expectations with the game. Okay. So all the DLC is going to be there except Pinnacle Station. Um, the reason Pinnacle Station is not going to be involved in the game as a DLC, which is to Mass Effect One, is because the code was so corrupted they couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, the the gold masters, um, right? The gold masters were completely trashed. Yeah, also, too, is when you look at the, the games, right, because they were in Unreal Engine 3, a lot of the things were locked into place for Unreal Engine 3, and you cannot upgrade from 3 to 5. They just can't do it with the coding. So um, everything that they're doing is more from an aesthetic, aesthetic standpoint, um, making it look a lot better. They did update the Mako controls uh, a little bit, but, you know, we're going to be seeing everything. You know, one through three. And, and that's the other thing. Um, I think this is the other thing I think a lot of people get uh, confused. This is a remake. Yep. Or, uh, no, complete, it's a remaster. Or it's, a remaster. it's a remaster. I'm sorry. Yep. A total remaster, which means like it's just it's going to be prettied up and uh, some of the controls are going to well, be a little different. Let's take a it's look. it's not a remaster. So on the left side of the screen, you're seeing the original Mass Effect 1. On no, the right, S3 goodness. Or no, that's Xbox or Xbox PS3. One. Yeah, yeah, Xbox or Xbox. One. Or, sorry, Xbox 360. 360. Um, and then they yeah. ported it to PS3 later on. But let's look at this. So we're going to go here. The original. And look at how it looks yeah. for the it remake. Looks, yeah, it looks or great. For the remaster. Um, you know, image two, they're kind of showing um, you've got oh, yeah. the original versus new. It looks awesome, dude. Um, you know, you've got video two. 
it's going to load for us here. We'll do image one. So even oh, on this one, right? My favorite assassin. Right? But look yeah. how he looks now. Dude. Just, look at the texture on his face. Like they, they yep. did a great job touching it up, man. It, it, like look yeah, at I'm well, excited. even then, look at his suit right there in the collar. Just look yeah. at the detail. The lighting. Um, yeah. Like, I love I love the uh the bad robot uh, the lens flare. The well, I mean that's 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 flare. all we need though in this yeah. in this uh generation is just i don't need a i don't need a remaster or a remake on no Mass no, no, no i'm not talking I about need, remakes yeah i'm talking about like the upgrade in quality where like mm -hmm. this is what kind of all of us are expecting now this like ultra like i can see sweat drops i can see pores kind of detail mm -hmm. you can see an iris or you like know, the eyes flicker the, you know the lighting on it is going to be immaculate Take take an extra year to go through that post production or like whatever it may be, and give us that versus okay, well, you know what? Uh, we need a game out this year, so let's throw something out there and have a big rush job. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. I'd rather wait seven years for a game to come out that's just immaculate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not so, seven, but for sure five. I'll do five this. years for it just to be like this. So, Let's take a look at this quality thing. You know, I want this so bad. Um, so do I. Um, is that a real like? It is, is a, fully a one to one scale, one to one scale, one to one, one, scale. one scale replica helmet. Box. Yeah, um, that's a huge box. So you're gonna get a canvas print, uh, morality spinners, um, N7 acceptance letter, the helmet, key art, the the metal key case. Um, but it's just that doesn't come with the game. So they are doing what they did with, well, they are doing what they did with mass effect Andromeda where they're the collector's edition is just the specialty stuff and not the game. Um, some may say, yeah, it's a cash grab, which I would not. That's how you spell it. C-A-C-H-E um, cash grab. <laughs> cash grab. Right. Um, but I'm I'm one of the I'm to, if if I was working I I totally would have bought this. So one of the according to this one of these you'll be able is only exclusive to the legendary cash. The other, which I haven't said which one, will be available through the Bioware stores. So exclusive. I'm hoping I'm hoping <laughs> the Normandy is in the store because I would love to have that canvas. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, so when you look at Jason, to your point, the helmet, that's a one-to-one -one scale, man. That one-to-one -one scale. You know, people could be wearing that a lot. Oh, dude. dude. I, dude I, would, I would totally wear it while I'm playing. Oh, oh. <laughs> yep. And it's powered by double A's. Not going to lie. And, I cannot wait to see like the TikToks or the oh, like, yeah, little right. YouTube videos of people just like sitting there in pajamas and a helmet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like... It's going to be awesome. Ready. Ready. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so I can't wait for um, this to come out. Yeah, because even, even like what? The uh, Halo one wasn't a one-to-one, -one, was it? It was like no, it a, was not. No, it was it. It was purely for aesthetics, and it was it just covered the. Remember the two games? I actually still have it. 
Yeah, I remember the Halo one yeah, was But that really one was fun. a big one too. A lot of people yeah. love that one. That one is big unless you're a kid, you know, it wouldn't yep. really fit. So Mass Effect will be launching on May 14th. So nice. This is this is big. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff launching. You've got Ratchet and Clank and will be the show. Um, you know, Resident Evil, Mass Effect. I mean, there's so many games that are getting ready to come out. And yes, yeah. people may say, well, these are old games. Well, frankly, you know what? Guess what? We're gonna lose me to Mass Effect. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm like it's... me too. So now, speaking of EA, and this is an announcement that came out um, this past week as well, is Apex Legends is coming to Nintendo Switch. Wow! Um, well, now, Apex Legends. It is not going to. It is going to be cross-platform, like it is right now. You know, but you're not going to have cross-save, so to speak. So you're not like Jerry. Our unlockables that we've already unlocked are not mm. going to transition over to the Switch version. So we would have to unlock everything else again, oh, really? including the characters and whatnot. Um, but. It is it is coming out March 9th, so here in a couple weeks. Uh, I, you know, I, I have to hand it to John Bonaki, um and the, the third-party team at Nintendo because they are continually bringing titles like this to the Switch. Smart moves. And it, Just, it is yeah, making the moves. Switch that much stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I get viable. it to a lot of people are, yeah, they're arguing, well, it doesn't have the graphics. But you know what, though? When you look at their first party titles, their their games are always beautiful regardless, you know, and you're getting titles like this. Right. And this is a big game. And, you know, we'll talk about it probably here in a few minutes. But, um, you know, it's, you know, and it's not that big. It's it's a 30 game and a 30 gig install. Not to mention, and, you know, who, who what's to come with the next Switch Pro version. People are saying that it's going to be you know 4k viable mm-hmm. you know, i mean you're going nintendo though you're not going for yeah. like you're not going for beads like of hairs and stuff no. like that you're going you're See, going for the actual breath of the play. wild that for me that was amazing no that I is mean, like pure nintendo still, i love it you cannot get rid of the king of handheld nintendo the, aesthetic, play, the old aesthetic think yeah. of this think of it this way if you are stuck somewhere at home yes Play it on PlayStation, play it on Xbox, play it on your PC. Mm-hmm. But if you're somewhere else, you can now play it on Nintendo. You know, mm-hmm. that is the biggest selling point for Nintendo. Stop stop trying to compare Apple's and Oranges Correct. with with Switch <laughs> graphics. Stop it. Yeah. Like if you if you want to say, hey, let me go to your house, Jerry, in Arizona. Oh, but I don't have my computer or my PlayStation, but I can bring my Switch because it's really easy yep. to it's literally this big to mm-hmm. carry, and we can play Apex Legends. Yeah. Do you know how massive, like, you, that's why Nintendo still, no matter what, will never, ever, never be the graphics king. Never. But the accessibility, the mm-hmm. ability to just nonstop carry it with you. Yeah. Hey, if my wife drives on that five-hour ride to uh five hour drive to arizona i could be playing apex legends in the car if i have wi-fi yeah if i have decent yeah, enough wi-fi but but yeah. that option is there yeah now, the it's only a smart thing, move I th- it's the a only very thing smart move for me though that. is i don't think it's a game that is completely suited for portable 
the reason being is that Jerry and I have been playing Apex Legends quite a bit. And, you know, there's things that you see off in the distance that on a bigger screen that you may not see on a smaller screen. So, however, that being said, though, I will absolutely download it on my Switch and give it a try and see how it plays. Oh, heck yeah. Like, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And it is a fun, it's a fun game. Yeah. Once yeah. once you get acclimated to it, it's oh, it's yeah. a really fun game. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yes, right. yes you're hint, right. Hint, hint, Jason. No, nah, like... Don't hint, play hint. Apex Legends. Come play Apex Legends <laughs> with us. If you're gonna play, if you're gonna play Division, you it's, can come play Apex free. with us. Free. Yeah, I'll play. I'll play Apex with y'all on the Switch. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Because All like right. you know, I suck. You got your game. Division crew. I division suck. Crew. With, I suck with controllers. You know, <laughs> like my thumbs, they go like this. Like, <laughs> right. let's talk about the the last major major news is that CD Projekt Red. Um, <laughs> Newman, um, hints are useless because it's not Division Two. He will start playing it after you stop. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so CD Projekt Red this week it was revealed um, got massively hacked, and it is bad. It is yeah. really, really bad. So let's look at their press statement. Which reads, yesterday we discovered that we have become a victim of a targeted cyber attack due to which some of our internal systems have been compromised. Okay, when we get to further on, this is not just some. This is pretty much all of their internal systems were compromised. When you're in an IT, when you're working on the IT side, this this really is. Um, so basically, an unidentified actor gained unauthorized access to our internal network, collected certain data belonging to CD Projekt Red Capital Group, and left a ransom note, the content of which we released to the public, which I have that as well. Um, Although some devices in our network have been encrypted, our backups remain intact. We have already secured our IT infrastructure and begun restoring the data. We will not give in to the demands nor negotiate with the actor, being aware that this may eventually lead to the release of compromised data. We are taking necessary steps to mitigate the consequences of such a release, in particular by approaching any parties that may be affected due to the breach. We are still investigating the incident. However, at this time, we cannot confirm that to our best of our knowledge, the compromised systems do not contain any personal data of our players or users of our services. We have already been approached by the relative authorities, including law enforcement and the president of the Personal Data Protection Office. Now, keep in mind, they are, they are overseas um, in Poland, um, as well as, an, as IT forensic specialists, and we will closely cooperate with them in order to fully investigate this incident. Um, so let's take a look at the ransom note, which is kind of entertaining. It reads, "Oh wow, hold on. This is this is what's funny about this whole ransom note thing." So it says, "Hello, CD Project Red. You have been epically pwned. We have dumped full copies of the source codes from your Perforce server for Cyberpunk 2077, Witcher 3." Gwent and the unreleased version of Witcher 3. We've also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, uh, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journalism your public image will go down the shitter even more and people will see how 
you shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. Um, okay, so one, there's grammatical errors all over the place. And this um, is from an actor? So this is from the hack, whoever hacked them. That's what they left. Um, now it has come out that um, in an article today that came out that it was the the source code was indeed sold at auction on the dark web. So it is already out there. But when you read everything that they basically said they've hacked versus kind of what CD project red is saying, kind of like, well, we don't know. I can, I can tell you right now from being in it, they got, they got the mother load. They got everything. Oh, wow. So I think it is, that tells you just how badly their systems were secured um, or B it's like the movie hackers and somebody was using one of the commonly used passwords, you know, and didn't follow, you know, password protection and whatnot. And they were probably fished, but ultimately I do Which feel bad. The passwords were love sex. And if, uh, her highness would like, like to change her password. God. <laughs> um, and one more, one more. Secret, secret, yeah, yeah. Um, God, I missed that, that movie. I missed that. Um, I love that movie. Anyway, so um, I feel bad for CD Projekt Red, and the fact is, like the, the employees that work there. Okay, you know what? The I think the higher ups, you know, still bear some of the responsibility um, for some of these things that are happening. But ultimately, though, anybody who does these types of things from a hacking perspective, you know what? You're gonna deserve. You're gonna deserve what's gonna hit you once they find them and everything like that. Um, I feel bad so, for the company, man. They've, I mean, they're, they're still recovering from the whole launch of cyberpunk and exactly. It sucks. Man. Um, and I really love this company too. Yep. I hope, I hope they pull through. Yep. Yeah, definitely. All right. I, yeah. So you we'll know, see how they recover. It's all about those 2077 though. Yeah. You know it it's all coming from it. And it's just like kicking kicking a dead horse at this point yeah. you know like at this point though i think you know what's going to be worse about this is if somebody decides to actually just put this out there and put everything out there people are going to see probably how bad of a shape the game really was in when they launched it because they're going to have the source code and your oh, source yeah. code is going to tell you everything that was going on with it so mm-hmm. um now real two quick uh miscellaneous news that came out this week um e3 is looking to push forward with an all digital uh, convention similar to PAX. They just need buy-in from the major publishers to do it. They're looking at doing it um, the week of the 17th of June, so the week after normally when E3 was going to be happening. And finally, the UK is looking to make console scalping illegal. Good. And a lot of it is in response to basically the PS5 and Xbox Series X fiascos that not only hit the US, but hit the world. Um, so, uh, I like the fact that they're making this first this big step towards that, um, but you know we'll see what happens because it's free enterprise. You can if you yeah. can buy them, you know you you have every right to set the price you want, whether or not people yeah. buy it. That's that's up to them. So um, it'll be interesting to see how they do it. I think like it can maybe tie into if they're the ones that are buying them with bots, you know, and like these hack, you know, these Uneven. conglomerates. Um, I, I just feel that like as soon as the people as. If we wait long enough, you know, at some point they just become dead weight, you know? Yeah. That's why exactly. I just look. 
they're, they're still going to be making PS5s. They're still going to be making Xboxes. Sony and Microsoft are still going to be making mm-hmm. their money. You know, the only I person wanna, that's I wanna, not going to be hope, making money is the scalpers. I hope that everybody does not buy from the scalpers, even though we know they are. Um, yeah. Because then they take a huge bath on on all these consoles and have to lose a ton of money. So Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the supply of demand will slowly, you know, off. Yeah. I mean, with Sony coming out and saying that the the chipset, you know, shortage, you know, the supercomputer, you know, superconductor shortage is going to hurt them for a little bit. It's going to hurt Microsoft as well. So we'll see how that goes. So, um, so since we didn't get to really talk about it last week, um, Jason, what you been playing? Well, as of uh, last week, I have just been looking and scouring the internet for drop mix cards and uh <laughs> trying so to funny. trying to find sir there is a power rangers drop mix card there is a transformer power gi joe card like they're like super rares but anyways um just been that uh here and there on final fantasy here and there on division like i've cut back on a lot um i'm just about to finish phoenix Wright, the first one finally Nice. Like I'm looking forward to finishing that off. Um, yeah, just a lot of backlog games. Every time I set up my PlayStation, I always see uh, Sekiro pop up because it's still inside. And I look at it and I'm like, ah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been uh, tomorrow forever and a day. I didn't, so. I didn't even unpack it. I'm t- like, it's so it's so demeaning being afraid of a game how <laughs> it's frustrating just, it truly is it's just a while like i just at one point i do want to like make a good stab at it me too you know but you know i just i can i play for maybe an hour and i'm still at the same spot and i'm like dude come on like <laughs> there's zero progress like yeah. i've memorized i've memorized the fight to like how to get to it do that in yeah, like still, a it's still that hard do that in a minute but then hard. as soon as i get to the boss fights i'm like god dang it like yeah mm-hmm. yeah that that is still the game that has tested my my gamer rage that is the, your, like uh, the first time i've had to just like i have to walk away i have to back okay i'm turning this how's off. your uh, how's your new final fantasy 14 server right. going uh is I'm still catching up, trying to get to uh, get to play with Soldier and stuff. I do play with them here and there. You know, again, shout out so, to you, man. Shout out to you. So, Jason, couldn't you have migrated your character? Technically, yes, um, I could have. Um, okay, but there there is a lot of uh, nostalgia and a few things oh. that I don't want to leave on the character. So I just left it on that other server. I still play it though. Like like I got oh, okay. back on it. I still play that old character mm-hmm. and. Uh, trying to raid with a few of the friends that i used to raid with too but um with the new patch that literally just happened uh or like Mm -hmm. i'm sorry not the new patch the new uh future releases that they uh Mm -hmm. announced last week uh last friday yeah man it is gonna be crazy like i'm a little upset with the new job that they released with that uh announcement not in a negative way, but I wanted to see something else in my personal. Not opinion. everyone's gonna be happy. Yeah, you, you know, but you know, I, I don't play healers, so it's okay. Like you know, you <laughs> you, you healers. But. Yep. So, Jerry. Uh, I well because of the whole move, um, I really haven't 
been touching any of my backlog other than you know, I've just been playing Apex with you. And so what else do you do? <laughs> like, and slowly, like I'm, I'm knocking out a uh, Phoenix or uh, Phoenix rising. And uh, I'm about, to, I'm, I still have to finish cyberpunk before I get hacked. So I want to, I want to finish that. Uh, and I only have one mission to do. Matt. Hmm. You know, you're An- gonna, Animal Crossing. <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> oh, I'm still, yeah. Um, they're doing, a- they're doing festival right now. Um, so it's a lot of that, that carnival stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. That'll be fun. Which is really cool. Um, some of the cool stuff that they're doing for there. Um, I am progressing through, uh, Miles Morales still. I'm about 60% of the way through my second run. Um, close uh, to that platinum. I wanted to throw my controller the other night because I hit 92 hits and I need a hundred for the trophy mm. and I got hit and it was, it was me being stupid and not paying attention. Um, and I got hit from a long range sniper and it was like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> and then of course we picked up, we started playing Apex legends. Um, yeah. heard some really good things about it and enough it's people fun. have been saying you need to play yeah. it. And a lot of people it's are jumping of off COD because of all the cheaters that are going on with aimbots and stuff. And it's getting to the point where Warzone is almost unplayable now because there's that many cheaters right now Oof. and Activision isn't doing anything about it. So we, and we and a few of the, um, a lot of complaints of a couple of the weapons have been nerfed, where it's just yeah. it's just impossible to like even get do enough with them. Yeah, um, get enough armor to. to but stop uh, Apex Legends was free, so you know we didn't have anything to lose by trying it out. Um, and it was enough to where that night I dropped the the forty and said unlock all the characters. Nice. I, I I did later like a few days later. Um, so I will. I've already. I've already settled into my main character already. Who, who uh, you Jared, Who you um, I am maining Horizon. Um, so she has the ability to toss down a kind of like a levitation pad, so you can lift up to higher terrain. Um, and then she also has her ultimate is a black hole. So I toss it out there, and it just sucks everything in towards it. So you can get people. You can pull people out of cover. Um, nice. and last night, not last night, night before last, um, was playing, it was Theo, Jerry and I, and Jerry and Theo were down. I, I wish I around. saved it. It was such I a wish clutch I saved play. It. I clutched yeah, it. it. Clutch I, I, I came in, lit, just dropped in the black hole and pulled them all in and lit, lit the squad up and, and took down yeah. the entire squad. It was like two or th- um, yeah, it was three dudes, all it three, was three dudes. of them. Yep. It was sick. And it was nice. It was like, I didn't expect it, but it was really nice to see. So, um, yeah, Horizon is my main. I, I absolutely love playing her. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of good mixed characters, depending on how you want to play. Um, mm-hmm. It's just Mirage is one of those ones that Jerry's starting to play with a little bit that has the clones. So you can send out the uh, – it's like the clone in um, Halo where you send out the – the wannabe master chief that you know just sends yeah, it out yeah, there yeah. same type of thing um i started playing around with him a little bit but then i just started messing around with horizon and it's enough where in the games we've played i use her ability so much to get up onto the roofs of buildings and stuff like that to get that higher ground and i am pretty much our sniper on our on our squad and i have nice, nice. 
um, by getting up on the higher ground, I've got that devastation with the sniper, you know, so it, yeah. it's helped a lot. So, um, just been pretty much those three, you know, nice. Miles Morales do, do they and, still have the ship at the start? The floating uh, ship? There is, it's in different parts of the map, depending <sighs> yeah, on where you start. You know, everybody, um, everybody always just, everybody always just aims straight for the ship at the start and just punch each other off. We've, you know what, we've actually developed, uh, our own little, way is like we'll let everybody ditch off and go jump into cluster firefights and we'll go to the back gear up completely with everything we need armor weapons ammo and then we'll start heading for everybody yeah and it's worked really really, really well for us nice. yes we don't have all the kills but we survive a lot longer and we've been more top tenning matches now with yeah. that there you go. Get that last one night, on last night we were second place. Yep. Gotta get yeah, that one so. on chicken dinner, guys. <laughs> yep. Soon we're getting there. We're getting. You got you gotta, you gotta do the ship jump, man. You know, everybody's jump on. The oh, ship. we did it. We, um, we jumped on. The, yeah. We jumped on the ship. Um, there was, last there was night. another moment. I I wish I saved. There was an enemy that like got behind me and tried to like uh, melee me, yeah. but messed up and fell off the ship. Yes. Because I was right at the corner getting some gear, and I like I heard footsteps, but then I turned. So I guess they tried to melee me. And they Did fell. that sidestep? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was funny. I wish I saved that yep. one too. That was that was funny. Yep. So uh, yeah, this has been it's been fun. It's a lot of a lot of stuff covered tonight. Um, so for all of us that are watching in our YouTube channel, we've had um, you know Newman in there chatting away with us um said um do it um dance just um joined in um right here at the tail end um so thank you guys for kind of hanging out with us in chat tonight um for those that are kind of just lurking thank you for taking the the time to watch us tonight um and for those that are listening on the audio feed um when this releases on sunday thank you guys once again um as always for crashing game night with us um it is always our absolute pleasure and honor that you guys take your time out of your days to, to listen to these shenanigans or watch us. Um, so ultimately if you did like what you heard though, please, you know, hit that follow button on and subscribe on Twitch, subscribe on the podcast platform that you are listening to us right now. Also head over to crashinggamenight.com. Check out, uh, I mean, listen to podcasts there as well as check out the newest articles we had. Um, Jason's finally bringing back mobile Monday reviews. Yep, mobile Monday so those out of there. Um, the movie reviews are coming back as well. We just got a new one up there for Greenland um, by Theo. So um, as always guys, be excellent to each other and stay frosty. That is right, my fellow nerds. What is up? Stay frosty, stay safe, and also, once again, show your support for all of the uh, uh, social social injustices, the Black Lives Matter, you know, uh, time's up, and, uh, you know, stay safe. Let's continue spreading the love and, and just overall positivity. Definitely. Uh, definitely. Shout out to all you guys, uh, first-line workers as well, uh, myself included, you guys are like all of us need to just keep rallying up uh, the vaccines that are coming out, you know, for yep. all the elderly, for all the healthcare workers, first, first, first line, you know, we're starting to get those out now. So just be patient, you know, luckily we're getting at a really good pace to be quite frank and just a little bit longer. We'll be out of the weeds and, and uh, April we've got, 
um, supposed to be out in the wild for everybody else. Yeah. So, um, you know, it is just around the corner, guys. We can do it. You know, we are close to a literally global catastrophe, like, and nipping it in the butt. Um, so mm-hmm. still stay safe out there, social distance, wear a mask. Um, be kind, rewind, because there is a lot of stuff still going out there that even though we don't say it personally, it might be affecting you just right outside. And especially with Black Lives Matter during this month of February for Black History Month, you know, shout out to all you yep. guys out there yep. as well. You know, congrats again, Khalif, uh, to uh, making it out in Times Square. Wish I could have seen it personally, but that's a big shout right. out. And yeah, man. Steal a well deserved. Steal Theo's thunder. Yeah, Jerry, why don't, <laughs> why don't you do it tonight? Because I, I, I want to hear you, like you know, ham it up. Oh, all right. The way well, you do so. Well, and, uh, ladies and so, gentlemen, hold on, <laughs> Newman. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal it on behalf of Newman. Oh, oh okay, okay. So usually it's a TTFN, but we're gonna do it Newman style. Newman saying TTFN, ta ta from Newman. Tata from Newman. Tata from Newman. Awesome. Night, everybody.